everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful but threatening to be actually <laughs> snowy, but it won't be, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, oh, there's this really good TV show everybody needs to watch. <laughs> That Dan and I are pissed off about. Oh my god! And it's not Bridgerton. N- no, <laughs> no, we won't. We won't be. We won't be trashing Bridgerton on this show. You'd have to go to the uh, to the <laughs> to the, the support the patrons only content for that. Uh, we're going to be talking about another show that I've seen a lot of buzz oh, happening yeah. in oh, the uh, so much in the online world, mm-hmm, especially yeah. among atheists and and religious people and stuff. Uh, We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'm just going to tease it. You need to say the name of the show. I do. It's Raised by Wolves. We're going to watch. (laughs) We're going to talk about Raised by Wolves. Yeah. 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 Don't. Do not run out and watch it beforehand. (laughs) And and we'll we'll be shy on spoilers. Uh, okay. Because we didn't. Because we're not going to be talking about much of it. Hey, I've only seen two episodes of it (laughs) before I threw my TV into the ocean. So. Well, all right, Dan. Yeah. I've got this. Is, this is an amazing article um, about the uh, r- rate of infection, COVID infection. Sure. Um, amongst the uh, Orthodox Jewish community in London. Oh. Uh, and, and, and we know this. We, we've, we've done plenty of stories about Orthodox Jews. Um, we're talking not, about ultra orthodox. We're talking about the Haredi community. We're talking yeah, about yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. The article was just calling them orthodox, and you're you're right. This is the uh, the the ultra orthodox, right? Um, and they uh, they don't they don't care about they're they're not doing the masking thing. They're not they're not. And we've done a ton of stories about yeah. about them and COVID and flaunting rules and regulations and getting in close and just spreading the disease, right? Yeah. Um, well, in London, uh, the, the numbers are in, and their infection rate is nine times higher oh, than the national average. Shit. Okay. Uh, so the rate, they're looking specifically at the rate of past infection, uh, known as seroprevalence. Okay. Um, and uh, in just one Orthodox Jewish community of roughly 15,000 people, they found that 64% uh, had uh, uh, had COVID at some point. Wow. And um, by contrast, Dan, the seroprevalence uh, across the entire UK is 7%. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 11% in London. Right. right. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so and, and this has been a problem since the very first wave of the disease uh, where uh, Jewish men and women had the highest rates of death, um, which uh, at, like somewhere well over 700 uh, deaths per 100,000 people. Mm. Um, and uh, where do you think? Um, atheists fall in by comparison. Oh. 
Percentage-wise? Or even just compared to other religious groups. I'm going to guess they do pretty darn well. But compared to religious groups. Um, Atheists uh, in general? In general? I don't know. And we're talking in the UK, right? Yeah, this is a... It is a a British article. Yeah. Uh, I would say that atheists are probably... uh, Are probably holding out all right. Yeah, you're right. Um, As far as any group... Um, belief group, um, it is the absolute lowest. Yeah. Cause we um, actually believe the science. Yeah. That's kind of our thing. That's yeah. So no surprise there. Uh, People are going to get on me at the end of the show. They're going to hear me say that science is our thing. And then at the end of the show, I'm going to say some stuff, uh, that they're going to be like, <laughs> Hey, what are you, what are you, are you anyway, uh, we'll get yeah. there. Um, and I guess that number that I said, 700 per 100,000, now that I'm actually looking closer at the graph, um, that's uh, Jewish men. Um, oh. Jewish women had were only about 400 per 100,000. You know, um, we, we assume... Which is an interesting thing. When, when we read stories like this, we assume that it's because they all go to giant weddings, shoulder to sh- packed in shoulder to shoulder, mm-hmm. and like cough on each other. Yeah. And that's how these... You know these ultra orthodox Jews are, are transmitting the virus, but there also is another funerals. explanation. <laughs> yeah, and that is that this virus is anti-Semitic, and I'm not going to hear otherwise. It's a racist <laughs> virus. This is a, quite an, possible an anti-Semitic virus. Um, the for the no for the no religion group mm-hmm. uh, about 350 uh, per 100,000 okay. for the men, and about 200 per 100,000. Uh, for the women, um, hitting men harder. I don't know yeah, why. What is going on with that? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure um, about that. Let me see. Was there anything else in this I really wanted to bring up? No, I just wanted to make fun of the, of the. <laughs> <laughs> make fun of the what, Frank? What were you going to make fun of? Um, the uh, very religious. Yes. Who don't listen to science? Exactly. That's what I'm making fun of. Exactly. All right. Well. I'm going to take us to the internet. Dateline, That's the internet. That's where we are, Dan. What's that? That's where we are. It's where it's, We're right now in a series of tubes called the internet. <laughs> uh, it, is, it, it is a place where, I, I don't know if you know this, Frank, but uh, people are sometimes not nice on the internet. Oh, uh, yeah. In ways that, that they are... You know, people are not nice in real life, but they're even not nicer oftentimes on the internet. (laughs) And uh, a recent study came out. And what this study, this was a Pew study. uh, And what they what they were asking about was uh, online harassment. If people had felt like they had been harassed online Mm. uh, and what they had been harassed about. Now the uh, the they they asked about six abusive behaviors, including physical threats, stalking, sustained oh. harassment, sexual okay. harassment, offensive name calling, mm. or purposeful embarrassment. Now, hmm. some of those are uh, more serious than others, I would say. So, <laughs> I to equate them would be, uh, in my opinion wrong that would be incorrect to Mm. equate uh embarrassment or name calling with physical threats stalking you know uh sexual harassment that sort of thing anywho 
Here's the thing. Uh, when they correlated it with, uh, or a, a bunch of people said that the thing that they had been harassed about or the thing that they had been abused about was their religion. Wow. Oh. Uh, so the question is, who do you think was most abused uh, specifically about their religion online? Or rather, <laughs> let me please let me rephrase that. Who do you think self-reported oh. abuse online about their religion the well, most? That changes everything. It 100% changes everything. <laughs> because Which is why it was, was a very real, important correction for me to make. If, there, if we were talking about real harassment, I don't think that it would be the group that you're probably going to bring up. <laughs> you're absolutely <laughs> right. No, the whiniest of all of these people, the people who are most likely to, to report that they have been abused oh. are white evangelicals. I mean, <laughs> they... Oh, God. And let they're me tell the, you, I, they, Pew doesn't get into it, but I'm going to tell you right <laughs> now what they're talking about. This is Dan pulling from my own anecdotal experience and also having studied these people for however many years we've been doing this shit. Their version of harassment is, they say, gay people suck, mm. and somebody else goes, you're a horrible person. Right. And then they're like, you're harassing me because of my religion. And scene. That's right. the end of that. Right. Uh, yes, yeah, white evangelicals right. are definitely definitely reporting the most harassment. Protestants, uh, <laughs> second most harassment. Now, interestingly, the next next highest amount of harassment uh, is atheists. Oh, now I believe that atheists do take a lot of shit online, but also atheists can can be just as much uh, poke the bear and then people are mean to them about it as as evangelicals. So you think so? Little, you so, think you think we as a community do the same thing that the evangelicals do? Is that what no, you're saying? No, I don't think that we whine as much. I don't think that we claim <laughs> harassment as much as they do. Yeah, it's not. It's really just not our thing, right? No, we're legitimately. Say, it's like a tenet of their, you know, religion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Truly, their their religion is we are persecuted. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it recently. There was a a a, a video that came out from the Ark Encounter in uh in Ark can. Kentucky is the name of the state that the Ark Encounters in. I'm like, Tennessee, no, uh, Arkansas, no. Uh. Anywho, uh, they have a little zoo uh, oh, there. Oh, they do? I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yes. Like oh, a little yes. petting zoo or like a proper, like... I think they have a petting zoo, but then they also have a few animals that you don't get to pet. Oh, uh, yeah. When I was there, the zoo was closed. Oh. So that was no fun. Anyway, they have a zoo... And they have a little broadcast, and they uh, they they were doing a little YouTube video, and of course they're gonna they're gonna use the zoo as a as a way to teach the kids about the things. And one of the things that they did was they uh, they were talking about sloths, and uh, you know the the, <laughs> the zookeeper's talking first, and she's like talking about you know this one goes slow, and that's how sloths do. And then this other voice comes in. He, he's not in a zookeeper outfit. He's like, that's right. These sloths are slow. And that's just sort of kind of how they are. Just like how 
Christians are persecuted. <laughs> it's just like record scratch. What? It was the most bizarre non sequitur I've ever seen in my life. You sent uh, me that you... video with no explanation. I just thought it was like on like CBN or something. Yeah. Right? Like that's hysterical that it's from the Ark Encounter. Oh my gosh. Oh, so anyway, uh, yes, you're right that Christians, it is a tenet of their faith oftentimes that they are persecuted. Um, and and it's true that actually atheists are persecuted online. We experience that just in how many one-star reviews we get from people who don't listen to our show. So right. that's so, why and, you guys and, need to go yeah. and give us five stars <laughs> just, so that, just to counteract all the bullshit. Right. And how many times do we whine about that, Dan? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> like just Christians. Now. It's just, I don't, it, it doesn't no, it's, hurt, yeah, it's, it doesn't it's hurt my feelings, that, right? I don't feel right. like I'm being under attack, right? right. It's true. Like, it's just we like, oh, those annoying dum-dums. Yeah. All yeah. right, Dan. Well, I have two downers of stories oh, that are Thank coming God. up. That, we, were, that, we were getting, we were having too much fun there. I'm glad that you're going to ruin it. Something for, us. for you guys to all look forward to. Yeah. And also, I want to preface this story by saying, this one is the lesser of the two oh, downers. Okay. So you're going to have even more to look forward to the third. One. I've, I've, uh, okay, trigger warning. Okay, there you so go. Here, here we are. Here we are. Um, so two episodes ago, I want to say. Uh, so it'd be 477 for anybody who wants to go back and listen to it. Um, I brought up a story about how Malaysia was sort of like looking at their um, laws against homosexuality and right. saying, oh, you know, these aren't harsh enough because people <laughs> keep being gay, right? Yeah. Um, and I... <sighs> I don't know. I know that on this show, a lot of times we have a way of bringing things up and without like completely making f like too much light of it. We sometimes don't really get into like how serious it is. You know, right. we, we just sort of trust that people will know that it's serious. Right. Um, but I thought that this, that this story warranted being brought up because uh, in a, another, um, Muslim part of this world over there in Indonesia, oh. specifically in the Aceh um, uh, region, province, okay. uh, territory. Sure, Not quite sure what it is, um, but it's a it's a part of Indonesia, and it is like it's got like uh, it has the distinction of being the. Uh, only region in indonesia that imposes sharia law okay okay so it's the fun part is what you're it's telling me it's totally fun um and they of course as such don't like homosexuals and they have stuff that they do when people are caught being gay right um and this is the caning thing uh oh, that comes up um, and so, and this is, it's an article that just reporting on the fact that a bunch of people were caned for a bunch of different, uh, offenses. Uh, but specifically there were two gay men in the mix, um, uh, aged 27 and 29 who, um, were suspected of 
being gay. The article says that uh, residents in the area became suspicious of these two. Mm. Uh, and so police broke into uh, their room where they were actually caught having sex. Um, and uh, then they were found guilty and have spent three months so far uh, in prison. Right. Um, and they were sentenced to 80 uh, lashes of the cane. 80? 80. Oh, okay. my God. Let, yes. Look, I don't know if everybody even knows how caning works, but we're talking about a rattan cane that, mm -hmm. like, literally, when you are beat with it, mm -hmm. hits hard enough that it rends flesh from bone. Like... Like I've seen the scarring that can occur, yeah, yeah. from from a caning, yeah. It's not, um, it's not that something that like, you don't take five lashes lightly. So eighty yeah. is uh, eighty. Well, they wow. were each uh, flogged seventy-seven times because they were given uh, three. Uh, they were taken th three lashes were taken off because they had been in prison for three months. I guess it's a month <laughs> per per lash. Know lash wow um uh amongst uh let's see let's see uh one of the mother the mother of one of the men um uh fainted yeah. um while watching her son being whipped um the let's see uh, one of the off the officer who was uh performing the the caning uh his stick shattered as he struck it across one of the men um but don't worry it was replaced Right yeah. away, they had another one on standby. Well, I mean, I guess. I'm just relieved to hear that uh, that he was that he wasn't pulling his punches. Thank goodness. <laughs> God. Um, and uh, this is this is a nice note. This is nice. Uh, the 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 uh, they halted the caning at one point um, so that uh, the the two men could um, drink some water right. before they continued. Oh, it's they... thirsty work being caned. <laughs> Damn. They are wow. No, this is this is horrifying, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because lest anybody think that these laws sort of just exist, and then people kind of just like they do their thing on the side, right? And don't yeah. get people get caught, and this it's is, real. Yeah, this and this real isn't one of those laws that just has a little wink, like we know it's it's archaic, yeah. but we just haven't gotten rid of it yet, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, it's totally fucking for real some of the other people there uh the day that day getting uh uh punished um uh there were four others they were lashed between 17 and 40 times uh, depending on their offense mm. uh, which ranged from drinking alcohol or meeting members of the opposite sex um one the woman the or the person who was caned 17 times was a woman who was uh found uh being with her boyfriend and when i read that earlier i was like oh they they got off easy getting caught you know in sex doing right doing doing the dirty the dirty deed right um, but um no i just read that this time and i think actually she was just with her boyfriend just with him that's that's all it says ladies it says, and gentlemen it says uh, meeting members home. of the opposite sex can I just, one of the reasons. Can I just say, what sounds more fun than being a Muslim? It does, <laughs> does anything in Good the world God. sound like more... Who has? Who could possibly have more fun than 
uh, than the members of Islam is what I want to ask. I believe me. I, th- how they have a billion and some odd adherents. Yeah, is uh, <sighs> unbelievable to me. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to Christianity because they are uh, they suddenly well, are hooped. seeming a lot less uh, <laughs> problematic. Uh, and the only thing that I'm going to talk about is uh, we've talked about Pastor Rick Warren before. He's uh, he's pretty big time. He's the the uh, the the big deal at Saddleback Church, which is a they have they have an international uh, uh, organization there. They're 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 big time, <laughs> and uh, he's in a little bit of hot water. He has he has issued a, a grand apology. Uh, because Saddleback had had released a, uh, a a fun video for the kids, you see, it was a delightful <laughs> little little video to try and teach the teachings of the Lord. Um, it was doing it through racism, which is less fun, I think. Uh, in this case, what we had was a video of a pastor doing some hilarious humor. Oh, they're good uh, at that. Yeah. This, yeah, that's really what they're what that's their wheelhouse <laughs> is is the funny, bring in the funny, and uh, they uh, this particular video which is now taken down, so uh, I have not been able to find a way to view it, but I am assured that one that one of the main things that it had was this pastor dressed in a kung fu shirt that would be Chinese, uh, <laughs> making haya kung fu sounds. Oh God! And uh, and then uh, at one point, eating and then spitting out sushi, because God. Asia oh, is God. the same. All of Asia equals uh, the same. Okay. Yep. So right. uh, so yeah, they they released that. It was apparently just great slapstick comedy, uh, but unfortunately, Pastor Warren had to apologize for it. Now Rick Warren has gotten in trouble before. Uh, for for hilarity, at oh, one yeah. point, uh, Ricky Boy himself released a picture on his on the website on or on the Facebook page uh, of a young person in a can-do uh, sort of pose, mm. and was like, "This is how all of our all of our ministry are. We're all can-do people." Unfortunately, it was a picture of someone. In Chairman Mao's Red Guard, which uh, kind of the equivalent to the Hitler Youth, really. Oh, okay. Uh, and he took that one down too, but not before he <laughs> basically uh, defended it as hilarious and everybody just needs to chill out and get the joke already. <laughs> um, they did not. Well, did, and yeah. Oh. They did not wait for next week, Dan, when they uh, (laughs) release their their images of of their entire congregation in blackface. Yeah, exactly. Um, That'll be delightful. That'll be fun. (laughs) You can hear that here first. Oh, Dan. They just don't get it. Uh, Or we don't. We we just have no sense of humor. We don't get their sense of humor. You know, that's That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Which sucks for a show that's supposed to be funny somewhat funny <laughs> we're not in the comedy section no 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 not no. like those not like those hilarious christians are 
Anyway, <laughs> uh, what do you got? You, you, you I, have well, I promised a good us. one. Let's just I get... promised a good one, Dan. Let's just get um, to it. Let's see. Did I just rip the Band-Aid off? Yeah, or just go we... for it. Um, okay, I'm just going to read. Uh, basically, I'm going to uh, read the headline. Uh, baby dies in Romania after baptism. Oh, my God. How do, you, how do you kill someone through baptism? Do they drown By it? immersion, Dan. Oh, Jesus. A baby, a month and a half old baby um, in Romania, as I said, uh, was dunked three times because that's how they do it in Romania, apparently. And they don't pause um, to check for breathing each time? No, the baby was had its mouth open and was crying uh, profusely, apparently, as the priest dunked it. Yeah. Um, and first of all, first of all, um, immersion for a infant. I thought that was the whole reason that like Catholicism just sprinkled a little bit. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's what I always thought because like, I mean, it's probably what a primary teacher told me at church. Right. right? It's like, well, we have, we don't do sprinkles. We do immersion. So we have to wait till you're old enough. Right. Something like that. Um, yeah, that's probably not the official stance of the Mormons, but anyway, um, let's see the, the church where, uh, this, uh, happened, uh, confirmed that the baby had been totally immersed in water, uh, arguing, <laughs> this is their statement, arguing that baptism is done by the church's ordinances by the threefold immersion. Right. That's how it's uh, done. So it's obviously how we had to do it that done. way. Idiots. How you want to save this baby's soul. Yeah. Right? What are we Good supposed thing. to do? Just not yeah. drown babies? Just <laughs> like just because you said you don't like Jesus? <laughs> It's a good thing, I guess, uh, at least from their perspective, that they, you know, had the baby baptized before it uh, he passed <laughs> yeah, away. Guess, guess it's going um, to heaven. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, it says the baby had been crying uh, both during baptism and also after. Um, and so what happened is the the baby inhaled a, a bunch of water, right? Um, well, and that, I'm shocked obvi- to hear obviously, that. obviously that's what happened, but like, but the baby was sort of, um, it's not like they just held him under the water and he died. Right. right. Like he, he was sputtering and it was apparently just fucking awful. Um, yeah, so that doesn't sound good. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So they also are, you know, blaming the baby. The baby was crying, <laughs> right? Well, of course, it's the baby's fault here, right? <laughs> if the baby hadn't been I crying, can't. just stop. How do you? <laughs> how do you? You can't just blame. You, okay, no, they did. Yeah. This is what. That's how that's phrased. The baby yeah. was crying, yeah. right? Um, and then if that, on if top it would of just it would have shut up and taken its lumps, it would have been fine. <laughs> we can't help it if the baby was weak. And on top of it all, Dan, the archdiocese uh, that where this church uh, is a part of uh, issued, <laughs> issued a press release saying, it is hard for us to understand why God has allowed this tough trial. <laughs> it is the baby's fault. <laughs> 
And it is the Lord's fault. But it That's is, whose fault this is. <laughs> it is in no way, shape, or form the fucking sadistic priest who was shoving a baby uh. underwater. Now, this is their practice. So, I mean, I would guess that generations of people have been, you know, baptized yeah. this way. Um, so, like, but that doesn't just, make it any better that, like, you would think that this is a reasonable thing to do with a newborn. You would think newborn. that some best practices would have formed over the centuries. Yeah. Like, just come I don't just, know. Just pinch his nose and cover his mouth, maybe. Right? Right. Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, Put something. Put a cork in it. And something. Then, uh, I don't even think that's probably something you should do with a baby. That's probably no. really bad advice. But, like, you would think they would do something. Yeah. I mean, just, this article <laughs> really fucking pissed me off. I don't know if you can tell, guys, I'm laughing, but I'm really upset. Good Lord. It, like, it's literally fuck? just, it's your waterboarding infants. Yeah. For Jesus. I don't, Ugh. I don't, I don't know how you can look at your own religion and go, yeah, this seems right. Right. This seems right. Oh, well, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to close things out uh, in Madison, Wisconsin, where the, the art, the diocese of Madison has parted ways with one of their priests. Oh. Uh, John Zulsdorf is no longer uh, associating with the Diocese of Madison. Hmm. Uh, now, they have not claimed that there's a, a, a huge... Well, okay, there is a reason for it. Uh, he... He, he, I went, he went a little unorthodox, not a lot, just a little, uh, and did a an exorcism. Now, exorcisms are normal in the world of Catholicism, mm -hmm. which is alarming enough on its face. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever watched video of an exorcism. We talked about it uh, with Andrew Gold uh, around uh, around Halloween time because it was because uh, it, it's spooky. Um. <laughs> This guy decided to do uh, take it in a different direction. Now, technically, uh, an exorcism is a prayer against the devil, according to the Catholics. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. you can do it all sorts of ways for all sorts of reasons. Right. This guy decided to do multiple exorcisms against election fraud. <laughs> he exorcised the election fraud. How did that go? Uh, and... And he did this, he live streamed these on YouTube. Oh, God. Multiple times. Oh, God. What a ding dong. Uh, the, the videos tragically have since been deleted. Uh, and I think that's the saddest thing in the world because I wanted to watch them. <laughs> uh, but apparently uh, he, was, he was absolutely convinced that... Uh, Donald Trump had won the election and there must have been widespread voter fraud. There wasn't everybody. Uh, I know most of our listeners don't have a problem with that, but uh, there absolutely was not widespread uh, voter fraud. So it worked. I mean, maybe, maybe I can just say that the exorcism worked because there was no voter fraud. Hey, so congratulations you're, to Reverend Zulsdorf. Yeah, you're kind of Hank kuhneman it. it. Kuna mending it. There you go. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking with the bright side here. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. He. I mean, it didn't go his way. It didn't go the way that he wanted it to. Right. But uh. <laughs> well, but, neither did it for Hank. Hank Kuhneman. Right. 
I just think it's amazing. Like, it's what's delightful is when people believe their own bullshit Mm -hmm. and then take it to the next logical like level. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of course you believe that there's like devils in the Dominion voting machines or whatever. Of course you believe that. (laughs) And of course, the cure for that is an exorcism, you silly, stupid man. (laughs) So that's what he done. And now uh, he doesn't have a job anymore. Although, oddly, the diocese was claiming that he wasn't like... He didn't have like he was more associated than he was employed by the diocese or something. It was, it was a very <laughs> strange arrangement that I'm not sure I understand. But <laughs> of uh, course, but the bishop, of course, he wasn't the, actually an employee. How could he? Right, be? right. Yeah, he he left his post to quote pursue other opportunities. <laughs> um, the the bishop of Madison. Uh, there was a there was a statement uh, in which the bishop said he was grateful to the reverend for his faithful support of the diocese, seminarians, and priests, and uh, and thanks him for his many years of steadfast ministry serving the diocese. Yeah, yeah. wishes him well. Jeez. But uh, heck of a fellow. Yeah, that guy. He he was a, he was a little too cuckoo bananas even for the Catholics. So. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Anyway, listen, if you have a good recipe for cuckoo bananas, please send it in to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There is more show coming up. Dan, hey, um, Gordon Klingenschmidt, who uh, is uh, let's G-Kling. see, uh, he, 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 I guess he's a former uh, Colorado state legislator. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Now he just now he just does uh, he, he just does a ministry and and walks around looking like a a bunch of sort of gelatinous goo is trying to force its way out of a turtleneck. So basically, he's still a state legislator. Um, <laughs> he's not he's not a handsome man i i usually don't go after people's looks but uh he's just he's he's just so wobbledy yeah anyway yeah uh, yeah so anyway we have a little clip of his that we want to play um and he's got um some ideas about yeah. who's behind uh some of the our, our current political uh, our current political situation, yeah, and vis-a-vis and of, the presidency, and kind of like how it all played out. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick trigger warning for uh, a little for some transphobia here. Mm. Uh, I will say this is the one we chose the one that isn't the meanest to trans people. Oh, God. So there was there was one that was much much worse. We chose this one because because uh, it's funnier and whatever. But yeah, a little bit of transphobia. So. Be prepared. Here's, you know what Gordon Klingenschmidt looks like? He looks like the saliva that forms in the side of your mouth when you say the word Klingenschmidt. That's what I've decided he looks like. Anyway, here's what he had to say. I do believe God wanted Donald Trump to be reelected. I think it was God's will. And yet sometimes in this fallen world, the devil wins and God's will is not, God's perfect will is not always done on earth. 
I think uh, it's an abomination now that someone with the demonic spirit of, for example, transgenderism, uh, Joe Biden is now promoting boys going into girls' locker rooms in public school. He is promoting abortion on demand with taxpayer funding to kill innocent children. He is going to harm Israel in their unique calling in the world. That is the devil's will, who is ruling in the White House right now, when I believe you know, President Trump was for God on those issues. You know, sometimes the devil wins, Dan. <laughs> it's just against God man, he wins. When you, what? When you believe in an omnipotent, <laughs> omnibenevolent God, and sometimes he loses? Yeah, doesn't make You've got a problem, Gordon. <laughs> like, literally, Gordon, you're so close to figuring it out. You're like right there. <laughs> you said God's perfect will, and we know, oh my God. Yep. Just, what an idiot. What an what a, what a delightful little maroon he is. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's what a maroon. Oh, what a maroon. <laughs> what was that? Where did I get that? I have no idea. It must be Bugs Bunny. Anyway, uh, we we had some lovely people who aren't maroons write into us. Uh, so I thought we'd read from that right now. Um, Gavin, who I take to be a young person, wrote into us to say, I think it could be beneficial to have another platform like the Members Only Lounge for some of the younger listeners. This could be a very nice thing because I don't know of any other groups for younger atheists. Hmm. I was thinking on a different platform than Facebook because a lot of us don't have an account and don't want one because of privacy problems. Yeah. Maybe Smart. Discord or something similar. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Uh, all right. Here's the deal. We don't know what the hell Discord is. <laughs> We're old dudes. So, I mean, we've heard into of it. it. We've heard of it. We've looked into it. Mm. We don't know anything about it. We don't know what the culture of Discord is. Yeah. So we are reluctant to dive into that, Gavin. Uh, but we want to create that space for you guys. So, so. yeah. And uh, yeah, don't take any of this as us not being supportive of this idea. In fact, right? Damn. Right. We, we want to ask for some help. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, the the one thing that we need that we know we need uh, if if it's going to be a TGIA thing if mm -hmm. it's going to be associated with us, it needs to be heavily moderated so that uh, assholes get weeded out quickly and it's supportive and a loving environment and uh, and just a good place for people to go to uh, to connect with other uh, non-believers safely yeah. and securely so it turns so, into another members only lounge just right, not on facebook exactly. yeah yeah uh, so this is our this is our call to action for anyone who understands discord uh, and is willing to put in some time as a moderator mm -hmm. please email us and uh, tell us old guys what the hell it is and how it uh, look I just signed up. I, I set up a thing. I set up a, a what is it called? A channel? I don't a station. Uh, I have no, no idea what it's yeah, called. No, no clue. But I've started. I've started the process. But you have to understand that, like, when you go into a new environment uh, online, 
and you don't know I don't know what half of the jargon means what half of the lingo means I, I don't know what a webhook is uh, so I'm sounding impossibly old I, that's fine I've got enough gray in my beard that I'm allowed to do that uh, so if you want for uh, if you guys out there want to have because Gavin wasn't the only person who write in, wrote into us this week about discord yeah so Write into us if you're willing to be a moderator and you're willing to sort of abide by our rules for how that would work, uh, and then and and then we'll 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 make it happen. We'll make a Discord thing for y'all. We're well, making Young it folks. sound like a lot of fun, Dan. All these rules. Everybody it's loves still, to join a community look, with so many rules. <laughs> Dan's just, you know, I've got my rules. It. And a, look, keep off my grass. That's everybody what else is Dan. free to start their own. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing on my lawn? Discord things. <laughs> I want it. I want this to exist for these people. I just, I'm scared. I'm a scared. I'm nervous. <laughs> I want people abused in, on in in a space that has our name on it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I agree. That's all. That's really the only rule is just how are we going to keep people from being abused? Yeah. Anyway, uh, there you go. John wrote into us. Good afternoon, John writes. I recently started listening to your podcast and have really uh, have enjoyed the ones I've listened to so far. One thing, one of the things I'm curious about is your take on atheist representation in society today. It seems <clears throat> as though uh, if an individual would run for political office and say I'm an I'm a non-believer or an atheist, then their political dreams would be shattered. It's as though their beliefs must be kept quiet in order to succeed. I feel as though the same could be said in other areas, family, community, etc. Well, John, I think uh, you're right. There is real, uh, un unlike the Christians, there's very real uh, prejudice and social consequences for some mm -hmm. uh, when, when saying that you're an atheist. Um, we're going to be talking about a cultural touchstone at the, in the next segment of our show that is, uh, that, that uses the word atheist many times. And, uh, I, I can tell you, I'm not pleased with how they're using that word. Oh boy. Um, Damn. so yeah, I think that, I, I think that it's rough out there. Frank, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I have no problem with that stance that, you know, um, Aside from a few jurisdictions in this country, the, and throughout the world, really, um, to admit that you're uh, an atheist, uh, you're not getting elected to office. <laughs> it can't. Well, it, yeah, it can carry those kinds of social yeah. consequences. Yeah. It's part of why we're trying to be. It's part of why we constantly call for people who can safely do it. To be open yeah. about their 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 atheism, right? Uh, using the word atheist if you can, because frankly, it's it needs to be like the heat on that word needs to be taken down yeah. a lot. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's you know, it's, it's what the gay community did, and it's one of the yeah. gay community's great reason. One of the reasons for the gay community's great success and in, in getting. Um, as much recognition and acceptance that the the level that we do have, right? You know, uh, is because of the the coming out movement. You know, the yep. people pressing the importance of being out and being open and being 
being who you are, you know, and it's, it's, it's a little different, right? Being gay, being atheist, you know, um, right. it's, but, um, but, but, but boy, similar howdy. in similar in the sense that like society has similar reaction mm -hmm. or, or has had similar reactions to the and, two and the fat, one of the best ways always to combat any kind of, um, prejudice is through exposure, you know? Yeah. So, and look, look, it worked so well for the gays that now we have a gay secretary of what? Transportation. Transportation. It's true, Dan. Boom, Even baby. Mike Lee See? voted to confirm. See? <laughs> look, Buttigieg. The world's just a better and better place. So oh. I, I think things are improving for atheists, and they will continue to improve for us a lot. Because look, gay people had to do this with only having like less than 10% of the population being gay. We got like at least that number probably for atheists and then, you know, double it for agnostics. We got we got a, a very an ever growing percentage of the population. Yeah. We're going to we're going to do better and better. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Things are on the on the rise oh, for us. Our star is rising. The future baby. is great for atheists. It's, it is. It is. Uh, and finally, Kay wrote into us. Hi, Frank and Dan. I hope you and yours are well. I love the show, especially the discussions on scientific articles. Yeah. I'm writing in because I had a question about those discussions. Because most people don't care to or in some instances don't trust them, uh, particularly fa religious slash formerly religious people. I was wondering how you guys began reading peer-reviewed articles. Uh, thanks and uh, thank God for scientific literacy. Do you read peer-reviewed articles, Dan? <laughs> I, I sometimes read peer-reviewed articles, uh. but I will admit that I more frequently read good scientific reporting on peer-reviewed yes, articles that's, that's, yeah. and then dip my toes into the articles just to make sure that the reporting isn't uh, way off base. <laughs> and that's the truth. Like, yeah. it's like... Half of the peer-reviewed articles that that come out, I don't have the basis to actually really understand what the hell's going on. Yeah, because most a lot of peer-reviewed articles are you know deep into the weeds of their own specific study. Yeah, and I don't have the background for that. Uh, my almost all of my science education, I took a few science classes in college, a couple in high school that I failed. <laughs> Not that I didn't understand, just that I failed. But yeah, I mean, you have to like study science to, to be scientifically literate. Yeah. You have to actually do some actual study. You have to be educated. Yeah. Um, and you can educate yourself to some extent. But, uh, but yeah, scientific literacy is something that it doesn't come. It's not inherent. And that's, that's part of the problem in our society right now is that people think they're as good as scientists. And they're uh, not. Having no scientific literacy at all. Yeah, but I do think that it, it is incumbent on us if we are going to comment at all on scientific questions like whether a vaccine is safe or whether, you know, how something works. Uh, you got to You got to make yourself somewhat literate. You got to study it. You got to study what science is, what the scientific method is all about. You know, if you don't know how double blinding works you're you're not going to be you you're disqualified from talking about scientific study. <laughs> I think you are. I, I so think, says I, Dan. I think, 
Well, I mean, I think you you are at very least disqualified from refuting scientific studies. Well, you can say, oh, well, the science says this, and uh, and uh, you know, if you have a good sense of what you know the the larger scientific community has decided on a certain thing, yeah. you can just agree with them. But you certainly can't. But nobody can refute science if they don't understand science. That's what I'm getting. Aha. Anyway, uh, th there's that. Now, do we have some people to thank? I don't, Dan, yes, we do. I'm as confused as anybody about what we're uh, doing with the okay. thanking thing. I, I admit, Dan, I'm still mildly confused. But we do have some people to thank this week. Um, and it's Great. a handful because we kind of let a few build up over the course of a, a couple weeks. Um, no, this is just one week's worth. Don't don't believe him. <laughs> Dan? Um, let's see. We have three new deacons to thank. We have Mark, Carrie, and S. So thank you. Great. To the three thank of you so you. much. Amazing. Um, we have t uh, two new teachers to thank. Paul and Jonathan. Thank you oh, to the two of you. Awesome. We have a new priest to thank. Mick. Thank you very much. Oh. And well done, Mick. Um, Mick Mick gets to bless the sacrament. And as always, Dan, we have our top donor, our Lord and Savior, Davis. And if oh. you would like to join these fine folk in supporting the show, if there's something and here that you, you like to, to hear. Um, clearly you're listening and you've probably come back. So, um, why not, uh, help us out? Help us keep doing the show. Uh, you can go to thankgodimatheist.com, uh, click on the support tab and follow it on over to Patreon. There's also an option to, to, to support us on, uh, using PayPal. Um, the choice is yours. So thanks so much for your support, everybody. And, uh, stick around. There's more show. Love you guys. Hey, Dan. Hey. I have a new favorite TV show, Dan. <laughs> I love okay. it so much. Oh, I'm excited. It's called Raised by Wolves. Um, the, it turns out there are no wolves, which I was a little, there are no wolves, little disappointed no, by. Correct. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's a lie right from the beginning. <laughs> we know that we're being lied to right right out the chute. Uh, yeah. this, is a, this is a show that's on HBO uh, Max, yeah, HBO Max. I don't know. I, I don't know what the difference is. Is there a difference now between HBO and HBO Max? I think this is what I, I don't know. I don't know. There seems to be anyway. some difference. Some things are HBO Max, and some things are HBO. I, I I'm confused. Uh, okay, so this is so this is on HBO Max, which means it's low rent bullshit. I think that's exactly anyway, what it means. But uh. This uh, it's a series that was created by a guy named Aaron Guzikowski. Ah, uh, and I started to hear mumblings about this from other atheists uh, online and whatever that they liked and it. People sort of people saying, "Hey, do you like this? Do we are we okay with this? Uh, How do we feel about this?" Ah, okay. Uh, so I watched an episode, <laughs> uh, and then. <laughs> Under duress, I watched a second episode, no. and then I shot my TV with a shotgun <laughs> because 
It's maybe not the best reaction you could have had. How dare you? <laughs> this is none of your business how I react to my thing. I go through TVs a lot. Anyway, uh, listen. <laughs> Here's my here here's where I'm coming from. Now we could are we could talk about uh the writing on the show and we could talk about the stuff. But the thing that drove me crazy and the thing that I thought was pertinent to this particular to our show mm. is that it we're talking about a post-apocalyptic space drama mm -hmm. uh that starts with two androids uh landing on a faraway planet and somehow incubating and making a bunch of new human kids. Mm -hmm. You got me so far. And, like, I love this setup. This is a good setup. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they're, they're going to raise these kids. They are, I guess the proverbial wolves, I guess I referred guess. to in the title. Cause see they're them as wolves though. I don't either, but like, you know, I'm just trying to justify their title. Anywho, the uh these two uh they have all these kids they they begin to raise them and one of the things that they teach these kids is about the history the recent history of humanity which goes like something along the lines of there was a big giant big war on earth mm. and it was largely atheists against believers and the androids are teaching the kids we're atheists we don't believe in a god we believe in science and that's all we believe in and the believers are bad well because the and believers were trying where, to kill them and that's where my hackles got up uh oh uh, and then, uh, be because, uh, I, I smelled something coming down the pike that was not good and <laughs> it came all the way down the pike and directly into my nose. So <laughs> here's the problem. <laughs> my take on this, my hot take uh. on, uh, raised by wolves is that it sets up. It was, I, look, everything about how they represented atheists rang so false to me it was just exactly how a christian would talk about atheists mm. which is they're the same as we are but instead of god they their god is science right and that's not who we are that's not how we think it's nothing like that only the religious people think in these black and white us versus them terms yeah i i don't know though but isn't there something that maybe uh if let's say the numbers of atheists continue to grow like we expect them to right and because this is supposed to be in the future right sure uh and the christians just won't let well enough alone let's say right and they just keep harassing us and then they start attacking and factions form right now it is weird that it would be the atheists versus the believers that's weird um yeah but i mean couldn't you couldn't you argue dan that like the atheists were just defending themselves 
against Look, the here, isn't that a, a possible take on on who these horrible christians were or not christians believers because they turn out to definitely not be christians um right yeah they're so very different than christians and it's the worst made-up religion that you could ever like come <laughs> it up really with. is it's such a bad made-up so religion. dan okay mild spoiler alert if you don't want to if you're gonna watch this horrible show right oh you'll be fine you'll be fine <laughs> just throw out the spoilers who the fuck cares Spoilers are not that did bad. You see, it doesn't ruin it for Did you anybody. see Mother? I think that isn't that what they're calling her? The female? <clears throat> yeah. Android? Mother and father are the names of the two androids yeah. that start this whole thing. That, did you see Mother do her little magic trick yet? Oh yeah. Oh, that that's by the end of the second episode? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's she's really, deep into it. Yeah, she's weird. I don't like her. She's she just screams look, and people's heads explode? I mean that's yeah, yeah. a little she's, much. It turns out she's a war bot that's yeah. just been sort of retooled to be mom bot. So <laughs> Great. But okay. Do you know the secret about whose warbot she is? No, I don't oh, care. Oh god, Dan, it's so good. <sighs> Here the point I'm trying to really hit on is that we are not them. Like they they set this, this entire setup acts like a war between two competing religions. Right. It's got that smell. It's got that feel. Mm -hmm. And there's ample precedent for that in the real world. Like plenty of time, you know, throughout recorded human history. It's all just one religion beating up another religion and fight everybody fighting each other over. My God is bigger right. than your God. Well, I mean, Dan, I like you say that like. There, there's, you know, there's essentially setting up sort of a straw man atheism, right? Um, exactly. But um, I can't believe you're fighting me on this. How dare no, you? No, no, no. I'm just playing devil's advocate here, right? Okay. Um, sure. The uh, it's not like these believers are painted with, you know, uh, the finest of detail. <laughs> no, like, like they know, are very one dimensional. In sort of how uh, strident and uh, uncomplicated they are, right? Like yeah. they, they're the, they're these horrible representation uh, uh, representations of what believers, you know, can be like, right? I'm not, I'm not saying that all believers are like these wonderful, great people that I you know want to hang out with, but like, um, you know, I I I think you're right. I, 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 but I think that the fact that both sides are portrayed badly really doesn't make it any better. No, 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 I don't no. Think I'm just saying that I think that it, while it is a bad portrayal of atheists and atheism, I think that it is an equally bad portrayal of uh, what belief is. Right? Yeah. And, and what religion is. Like, I think that it's with the exact same lack of skill... That, that wrote the atheist side also wrote the, <laughs> the crazy believer side because you they're know all I'm gonna, fucking like so I'm gonna quibble with you okay uh, and my quibble is this the the way that the believers are written to me speaks to an understanding of what believers are like in a way e even though it's a cartoonish sort of uh oh like it's a cartoonish representation of them, mm -hmm. 
but it's you can see where they're basing all the things on. The the representation of the atheists, the quote unquote atheists, is is not based on a reality, but based on a, it's very clearly to me based on the Christian straw man, the standard Christian sure. straw man that is set up for what atheists are like. And it probably whenever you watch yeah. a video where Christians tell us what atheists think and how atheists believe, uh, you're going to see something that we as atheists would not recognize at all. Yeah. I mean, it probably didn't help that the two main atheists uh, are <laughs> robots. <even> peoples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might not yeah. really help the case too much. I mean, did you get to where we find out who all who else is atheist? No. Oh, Dan. Oh, good. But, oh, but the, they were the hinting twists. at it. The twists. Oh, no. oh, I did get to that. And the I know reveals, I did get to that. Dan. Oh, the they show. Do. It's so they good. Do, they do reveal that. <laughs> the uh, there's there's a whole there's a whole bizarre atheist or not atheist android uh, plastic surgeon subplot that is very very strange. <laughs> well, boy, the second episode really gets pretty far. Yeah, um, it does. The. Uh, yeah, the 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 it doesn't help also that like one of the human atheists uh goes crazy and uh ends up being thinking he's a prophet. Yeah. And Look, you didn't get to that, right? No. Yeah. No, I haven't gotten to that. Yeah. Though I mean, you're, it I mean, tracks. I, I don't <laughs> I don't disagree with you that, that that it's a terrible representation and that it's it's uh it's yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's, it is a everyone out there like if you've seen it if you've seen this show you know how this how the first season ends right mm. um like if you want if, if you got through it right if you got that far right. you know um <laughs> it's so bad and I was so angry. I mean, Dave and I were screaming about how bad it was. <laughs> like, I, I I, will, in total, like, here comes a spoiler. Um, it involves a an alien snake baby and flying <laughs> through the center of the planet. I, I, I don't even need to give you more details. It's horrible. <laughs> Yeah, you were telling me about that, and I was just like, oh, so they've never actually heard of gravity then. <laughs> They're going to the center of a planet that has Earth, well, it's basically a, Earth grav. Yes, and, uh, but it's a, it's a magic snake that can uh -huh. fly through, Dan. It's okay. magic. Um, and it's a spaceship, Dan. Okay. They fly through. Of course it can fly through. Yeah, I mean, of course. It's science fiction, Dan, yeah. not science fact. I, I just don't, I don't, have I made it clear, like, why I, why atheists who love science aren't the equivalent to Christians who love Jesus? No, why is that? I, I just think we need to point it out because literally they use the word science in the same way yeah. in this show. No, I know. In the same way believers use the word God. Yeah. They literally use it. It could be interchanged completely and you would just have the other side. And it doesn't take into account the fact that like the whole point of our side is that once we get better information, we go with it. 
Yeah. So science isn't our big thing. Just trying to understand the universe is our big thing. And yeah. if we came up with a better way of understanding the universe than science, we'd all just be like, okay, bye-bye science. We're done. Yeah. Let's do this thing now. Yeah. Like literally that's our thing. Our thing is not about like a dogma that has to do with science. And that's what drives me crazy is that they, they present it as uh, both sides are equally dogmatic, just about different things. Yeah. See, I thought, so there you go. Yeah. I thought early in the summer, Dan, that you were a big fan of the show because you, you cut your hair just like the main characters. Yeah. I, I, I was like, back oh, to dance. That. I liked, I liked that haircut. It was kind of a, kind of a mullet with, uh, with shaved sides and stuff. I don't know. It's Dude. COVID. You can do whatever you want, everybody. <laughs> shave, shave your, shave your armpit hair into a mohawk just for fun. Ooh, golly. All, All right. right. Well, if you want to yell at us about uh, about Raised by Wolves and tell us that we're stupid and it's brilliant, please feel free to do so. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist, and click the like button. We will not be inviting you to a Discord thing yet, but, you know, maybe coming up. <laughs> and uh, if you'd like to check out the members only lounge over on Facebook, go to thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. It's the best way to find it. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much to Red Rock Hot Club for their use of their brilliant music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Bye bye. Bye.